Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. So how did you like the Wu Assassin? I'm, I'm, I didn't get to finish it, but I am really enjoying it very much. I love the martial arts. The fights are so good. Yes. The fights are yes. good. Yes. I love the yes. storyline too, but the fights are insane, man. Yes. You know, and, and, and when this thing happened, when he just like gets transported to this dream and shit, it's so dope. Like, whoa. It is. It yeah. is. It's awesome. I like that, man. I, I tell you, will. I'm with you. <laughs> so, moving going along well then? Yeah, so far. We'll see. The truck comes on Monday, so we'll see. Okay. All right. So. For the furniture. The big truck. The big truck. The big truck. Big truck. Yeah, I got, got myself a big truck. <laughs> big truck. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? I remember living in Maryland. There, there used to be this guy that drove around town in one of the big lifted trucks, big lifted pickup trucks. Yeah. And it said, um, "Hang 'em high, because fat girls can't jump." Oh wow! What does yeah. that? What does that even mean? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> I guess the higher the truck, the skinnier the girl can be able to get into it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I, I never got to see the fine individual who drove that truck, so I'm I'm sure he weighed like you know 450 pounds himself or something. But whatever. Yeah. Let Let's paint a picture of that guy, if you will. <laughs> yes. Because yes. that would be awesome to know. I I can imagine a mullet. Um. Denim wearing fat dude with a biker mustache, but no bike. Yes. How am I doing so far? You're doing good. <laughs> You're doing good. With like a, 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 a beer and Cheeto stained uh, wife beater undershirt on. <laughs> Yo, maybe we're going too far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty offensive. So, um, if he's out there listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not no cool. All right, then. So, shall we? <laughs> yeah, let's. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Okay, so hello everyone and welcome to another uh, episode of Kicking and Streaming. My name is Graham. You've been told that many, many times, yet I still feel the need to reintroduce myself. And at the same time, I will be doing the same thing for my fantastic co-host on the other side of Skype. Her name is, as we whisper together, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Hello, Jocelyn. Hello, Graham. Ah, yes, yes. It's always good to hear your voice. Thank you. Hi, Roach. It is my pleasure to always host this show with you and hear that voice on the other side telling me, you can do this, Graham. 
You can do this. <laughs> That's what your voice tells me all the time. You can do it, Graham. You can do, you it. Can do it, Graham. Yes. You can do it. <laughs> How do you do? Not bad at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Are there any games on for you today? I don't follow the soccer, so I don't know. But. Well, you know, today was um, International Week, which, mean, which means all the players go home to play for their national teams and they play you know, friendly games with other nations and blah, 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 which I don't watch. I don't watch friendly games because I don't, gotcha. I, I don't understand the friendly in competition, in competition. So now you know, players are, are just, you know, moping around and not playing. I just, nah, not my, not my kind of stuff. So I don't watch them. Thank you. But they'll be back next Saturday. So, We'll be okay. My life will be back to normal. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Chelsea! Hooray for normal. Yes. No, whatever. So, <laughs> today we are talking about a very nice little Netflix series uh, called Wu Assassins. And uh, I think this is one of the most enjoyable little shows that I've seen in a long time. I, I don't think I felt like this about this show, about a show since maybe the very first season of um, Iron Fist until I realized it was absolute crap. But I was that excited about Iron Fist, the, the, you know, until the first two episodes. Wu Assassins, as I said, is on Netflix and it has a beautiful cast, right, Justin? Beautiful, it really does. Beautiful cast. And what else can we say about it, man? It is, it, it's just aesthetically fantastic. Very, very pretty it, show. It, it, it really is. I found the camera work very interesting, especially for a show that comes across as not having maybe as big of a budget as some of the other shows that Netflix has has put on. And I'm not calling it low budget by any means, but I, I think that they maybe didn't get as much money thrown at them. And what they've done with what they have is really cool. Um, mm. There's a lot of fancy camera work that looks neat that makes you feel like you're part of the fight. Yeah. Because um, obviously there's lots of martial arts going on. It's called Wu Assassin. So, you know, yeah. come on, keep up, folks. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's a little bit bonkers, which I love. And uh, the the martial arts are just awesome. And I love that it's not just the dudes that are beating the crap out of each other. We got the, the women in on it, too. Yo, women are really good. Everybody can fight there, man. That is everybody awesome. Everybody can fight. Yeah. Grandpa yeah. walking down the street can beat your ass. And I yeah. love it. <laughs> yes. And like the major ass whooping, too. It's not like, yo, you know, he got me on the wrong day. No. <laughs> <laughs> these dudes will whoop, these students do that will whoop your ass with no regards for tomorrow um yes the one thing i find weird is that i don't hear a lot of people talking about this show and i wonder why because this is and i have a theory but i wanted to you know pose that question to you why, why do you think there's no far more people talking about it uh, i i i you no, know, did my little sweeping online looking for, you know, comments and, and stuff. I mean, the, the show is very well liked, right? It has yeah. 88% uh, 
no, 81% Rotten Tomatoes. You know, that's yeah. that's good. So why why do you think it's not like all over splashed all over the all over the place? Do you think you think it's something to do with Netflix not really pushing it or or what? I think that might be part of it because until you mentioned it to me, I didn't know that it even existed. I don't think I'd seen anything for it. Uh, come across my Netflix, you know how they have the recommended for you or the new trailers or whatever. I don't remember it coming across. If it did, I completely blanked on it. So I think that's probably part of it. I think maybe the name confuses a few people. The Wu Assassins. Just <laughs> it might sound a little too out there for some folks. I don't right. know. And I know for some people martial arts isn't everybody's thing. But there's more to this than martial arts. There's a there's a cool little story going on and a mystery and uh yeah. Um, so I don't know if maybe that put some people off of it if they were just like, oh, it's a martial arts thing and I'm not interested in martial arts. But even if you aren't, I think you'll enjoy it. And if you're a fan of action movies, you'll definitely enjoy it. If you're a fan of the John Wick series, um, you're going to recognize a few folks. You're going to recognize in the old monk uh, a character that played pretty heavily in John Wick. And... Uh, there's some stuff in here that is because the, the the fight scenes in the John Wick movies are have always been very impressive to me. And uh, in this series, I'm as impressed as I am with some of the John Wick stuff, which is for me saying a lot. So because John Wick kind of blew me away the first first time I saw it. Ooh, wow. Seriously, though. I mean, that's yeah. that's big, man. Whoever's yeah. behind that, whoever's behind that should feel very flattered. Eh? <laughs> Yo, uh, Jojo approved, man. Like, no, I ain't even going to yeah, play Yeah, she, she liked that ass kicking. Ooh, yeah. So, <laughs> in terms of the recognition of the show as we were talking, first of all, I think the way Netflix, the little piece that Netflix picked to to be the trailer was very, very, very interesting. And I don't know if you have you have gotten that far, but it is sort of like a, a, a fight at a diner, a scene where, where they fight in a diner. And, okay. And basically it's the young kid, uh, Kai, with his dad, and they were just having breakfast and some lady started like sort of like stereotyping them like, hey, if you want, I can have, you know, some rice for you or whatever, whatever. She She thought she was being nice, but... She was basically telling them, Are "You guys sure that you you eat, you know, sausage and <laughs> eggs and shit, right?" And then <laughs> you, you all don't eat pancakes, do you? <laughs> and she was being she was being perfectly nice and hospitable, right. but of course it came it came out wrong because you know that there's no way to say that is that like, hey man. I know y'all like your rice and she, it's 8 a.m., but you want some rice? <laughs> so <laughs> dude kind of got offended and he said he, in, in a matter of seconds, just schooled her in Chinese-American history. You know, Chinese came here in the late 1800s and they were brought here to build uh, uh, railroads and blah, 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 ta, 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 boom, 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 boom. And then... Of course, some redneck kind of got offended. Hey, hey, man, you didn't have to 
give the lady a history lesson. And that's when he said, sir, you have something, something seconds to just go sit down or something. And the dude said, oh, what? Oh, my God. That's all he needed to say. Yo, what an ass whooping. The entire fuck. <laughs> oh, man. There was fight there, Jocelyn. I, I, man, it is. I was like, oh, so this is it? I'm going to watch this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, I have not gotten to that point yet. Yeah. I'm uh, about midway through episode six. Yeah, you should be. You should be almost there then, you know, because okay. they sort of embark in this in this um, in this road trip, and that's when it happens. But I was like, this is fascinating, and then I saw I started recognizing a couple of actors, right? And I'm like, if this guy is in it, it's good. Let's continue watching this. And by the, I think it was, what was it? About eight episodes. When, well, I know at oh, some sorry. point I started getting uh, getting sad, Jocelyn. I'm oh, like, dear. oh, this thing is going to be over. And I'm just getting used to it. It was so, so, so good. Uh, and I'm like, we have to talk about this. We definitely have to talk about this. So what do you say we go over the cast? Absolutely. You have, you have cast with you? You have cast with you? I do have cast with me. Let's see. Hello, cast. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be able to pronounce these very well, Graham. I always feel bad for mispronouncing folks' names. Well, I want to uh, go. I'm, I'm going to go with Iko Uwais, that the, the kid that plays Kai, right? Yes. That's Iko Uwais. I want to say, and according to IMBD. The dude is actually a fight choreographer. That's why he's so good. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, man, because like his fights were perfect. Everything yes. was perfect, man. Yes. I'm like, oh, he is uh, Indonesian. And I think in his role as, as Kai, he also is, he says that he is Indonesian, Chinese Indonesian. And yes. we're going to let the audience discover how is it that he's Chinese-Indonesian. But yeah, he's in real life, Indonesian. And uh, apparently th th this dude has been in a lot of movies that I've, I haven't seen. Yeah, I, I've not seen most of his movies. I have seen Star Wars, The Force Awakens. So I don't remember him from that, but that doesn't mean anything. Because that's been a while ago and I only saw it once. His um, face definitely that, looks familiar I, though, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And let's see, and he's looks like he's done the stunts for his own looks like he does his own stunts, which obviously the fight coordinator makes perfect sense. Yeah. But that's that that's fantastic. I, I, I love that. But I also I also love him, you know stepping stepping up in the in the starring role in and I think I want to see more of him. Yeah, I do too. I think he's going to grow a lot as an actor. I definitely see him evolving and progressing. I, I, I'm waiting. I'm already waiting for, for the the second season. And I hope there is a second season. You know, Netflix. You never know with them, right? <laughs> right. They're good at canceling stuff. 
yeah, just for no reason, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So, second in the cast is Catherine Winnick. Is that, am I saying it right? Catherine Winnick? I think so. She is Canadian, and apparently she has been in series like Bones, which I, I watched a lot of Bones, but I don't remember this girl. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I don't. I see that too, and my husband loved watching Bones, and I just collateral damage saw a few episodes, and um, I I don't remember her. She looks really familiar to me, though. I have to say, so I've probably seen her in something because she's been in Criminal Minds, CSI, Law and Order, mm. um, all kinds of stuff mm. like that. So she was in Vikings. Yeah, that's what I'm Which, seeing here. Vikings. Well, I've never seen Vikings. I, I know a lot of people are crazy about it, though. It's one of those things I keep, well, as I say many times, I keep <laughs> meaning to watch, and then it doesn't happen. Life <laughs> happens instead. Yeah, yeah. But she's, she, she is very good in this show, and I love her, the progression of her, of her character. I love the, the, juxtaposition of her being a police officer or or a detective i'm sorry and at the same time you know collaborating with uh the war assassins so i love it i I absolutely love it yes i feel like there was a bit of a i thought they were going to go for a little bit of like romantic chemistry with kai but i'll let you as, at the end, figure out who the romantic connection is with. So, I, if if you haven't already caught what's going on here by episode six, but you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah they're going to look cute too, but, you know, I thought that what was going to happen was going to happen with Kai, with, with Kai but no, whatever, dude. I'm not even going to, no. So, (laughs) the main himself, for the majority of the part of the show, is Byron Mann. Uncle Uh, Six. Uncle Six, yeah. I love the name. I love the mafia name. I know, it's great. (laughs) When an entire town calls you uncle, (laughs) you know you're badass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um... The the opening scene for him is like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, you know, this is one dude you don't want to play with. But I have to say, there's something, whenever I've watching, I've watched any movie or series that involves the triad, you, you know, Chinese mafia, the triad, or the Yakuza, Japanese mafia. The one thing I love about the top dogs is that they are always very intellectual, very philosophical, that you wouldn't take them for such violent motherfuckers. <laughs> right. And then they turn right, out to exactly. be really bad, bad, bad motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah, like there's somebody you feel like you could sit down and have a perfectly pleasant dinner with and, you know, oh, yeah. not get killed or see anybody else get killed. <laughs> <laughs> and then boom. They seem very urbane. Yeah, yeah, that's that. The, and Byron Man 
does that, you know, beautifully. Um, he, like, I say this all the time, but I, I feel like there is no other character he would he could have played better in this whole series than Uncle Six. He is yeah. Uncle Six. <laughs> Uh, I do I do have one quibble and it's nothing to do with his performance. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's more with the the costume department is is the flashbacks when they have the flashback scenes to 15 years ago. The the wig they have him in. Yeah. And 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 the jacket combo. Yeah. It makes him look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you know like there's just a Michael Jackson vibe going on there. And, and and I I don't like it. <laughs> and I don't think they did enough to make him look younger either. No, I don't either. I feel like they were just like, oh, here, have a wig and a jacket. That'll work. Yeah. And it it, it kind of it it doesn't. Yeah. So you just have to use your imagination and try not to think of Michael Jackson. <laughs> But the other thing too, I I feel all the younger kids that play the little group. They kind of look like each other, like like the the adult characters, except for the kid that played Kai. Yeah, I agree. Like his face didn't give me like Kai because he had like a bony face, and Kai has these beautiful little cheeks. <laughs> yes, I, I yes. don't know what they were doing there, but other than that, all the other little young actors were were very like on point. But you're absolutely right about <laughs> Uncle Six and the wig, <laughs> the little jacket. <laughs> you're like, I'm bad, I'm bad. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I was just like, oh, Lord, why? Why, Lord? <laughs> no cool. <laughs> no cool. <laughs> um, and it, uh, yeah. Go, go ahead. And if it had been maybe the Michael Jackson era, then I would have understood it. But it, it's it's only a 15-year back flashback. So no. we're... <laughs> So we're talking about uh twenty. Well, we're talking about maybe two thousand three, two thousand Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's not really how, how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, I don't really remember what the fashion was uh, in two thousand three, two But whatever, I know that it was. You know, it definitely was. Big jackets. <laughs> Everything was like oversized, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. 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 Like wide jeans and yeah. I, whatever. We're spending a lot of time on, <laughs> I'm tr- on a bad wig. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure this out because like, you know, 2003, 2004 seems like yesterday to me. But for some reason, I don't remember how we used to dress. Like, well, okay. We definitely have to move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Louis Tan. This guy, I like his character because he's like really half and a half. He is sort of running with the with the with the mafia with the with the triad, but at the same time he plays this really debonair, well dressed, you know, sporty car driving dude that you would take for a serious businessman because he has like a sort of like one of those pimp my ride kind of shop, isn't he? Yes. 
Very much so. And very well dressed, very not too flashy, but really, really high end sort of fashion and, and cars. And I, for the longest time during the watching the show, I didn't think he could fight until I saw him fighting. Yes. Yes, because they didn't really, like, he didn't get involved in, in anything, really, in the series until the one particular scene, one thing that happens. And then when he starts, it's like, holy crap, he can fight, too. Everybody <laughs> can fight. Yeah. And I actually felt kind of like fearing for his, for his life because of that, you know, the thing with the Russians and stuff. And... And I'm like, oh, shit, this nigga get killed. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured he was toast. Yeah. Like, well, they're probably going to have somebody die and it's going to be him. Yeah. And then, yeah, surprise, surprise. And speaking about fighting, the the girl that plays, you know, Catherine Wick, Winnick that plays the the undercover detective, she, she can fight. And I like the fact that she can speak Russian and stuff and, you know, I don't think a lot of people knew that she's like within the 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 police department, the San Francisco Police Department, even knew her that she was part of one of them. Like that's how no, deep she so. is undercover. What is the name of the the actress that is always with Uncle Six? I mean, she is so badass. Um, she is, and I I love her haircut. Yes. I want to do that to my hair. Yo, like, I mean, and, and stylish as hell. Like, everything she wore was like, girl, what are you? Just on the catwalk or something? And yes. then and then she would fight in those things, too. <laughs> like, yes. How do you do that? It looks like that? her name is Juju Chan. Oh, that's her? Juju Chan. It's close to Jojo. <laughs> yep. That's, yeah, that's, and Jojo's spirit animal in Asian, yes. you know, she was a fascinating character to me. And I, I, like the way she went crazy <laughs> when she jumped to the other side, I was like, oh no. But I think she's going to be a major part of the second season. I think so too. When when you finish watching the series, you will see what I'm talking about, because she makes it, man, and she is much more dangerous than you think. But there was a a huge rivalry between her and the girl that plays that owns the restaurant. What's her name? Uh, Jenny. Jenny, yeah. Like, was did this girl have like a, a like a former relationship with Kai or some reason for some reason? I kept thinking there was a, a romantic connection between them. I, I kept always thinking that there was something going on between, like, like something happened between them. And, and yeah. it, I'm not necessarily thinking that is the bond of having been in, in that fire accident either. Like, I think there's a, there was a, a little romantic fire going on there because she cares too much about Kai, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. She does. And then there's the whole scene where they're they're cooking together and it's almost choreographed like a fight. Yeah. Not you know, like not that they're fighting with each other, but they're cooking together and it's beautifully choreographed like a dance. So mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 
And I'm looking at like her. What's going on there? I'm looking at her, and it looks like she's been. First of all, she's been around for a while, uh, meaning that she she has pretty good uh, uh, pedigree in as an actress. She was in Minority Report. She was in the 2016 version of The Exorcist. What else? She was in Chicago PD. I know a lot of people watch that. And she was in Quantico? Uh, Lee Jung Lee. So, yeah. So, she was in Quantico and, and, and a whole bunch of things. So, I I don't know how I didn't recognize her. But, again, I saw a lot of people that looked familiar to me, except that I I couldn't, you know, put my hand and say, this is where I've seen this actor. What is the name of the actor that plays the old man that, that Kai turns into? You know what I'm saying? This dude has yeah, been around for a while. It's, it's Mark DeCasas? DeCasas? De, de yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that's it right there. This is like, I got excited when I saw him there. I'm like, oh, this guy is in this? It's good. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 very very good. He's a very good actor. Yes, and a very good fighter too. You know, very. Yeah, yeah. It, it, some some good martial arts tricks under his up his sleeves, under his belt, however you want to put it. Yeah, and this is the dude that that made the rest of the world fall in love with Bra the Brazilian ma martial art um, capoeira. You know, um, I think it was. Early 2000s, uh, he made a movie um, about going to Brazil and learning capoeira. Like you said, he's a he's a fantastic fighter. Every time you see him fighting, I've never seen him lose a lose a fight. And yeah. it's not it's not like Steven Seagal kind of never lose a fight kind of shit. It's not like he he, he gets a, he kicks everybody's ass and just walk away <laughs> without. <laughs> You know, with, with with no scratch, he gets his ass kicked too, but he wins. Yes, you know. Yes. But man, uh, he has a very commanding presence when he's on screen too. Like you, you want to look at him when he's on screen. You want to watch him and see that, what he's going to do. That is absolutely uh, absolutely correct. You're, you're right. He um he there's there's this kind of like sage presence. Of him, and even now mm -hmm. that he he looks at, like a mature, more mature dude, you all you see is like some monk, some very powerful, wise monk or something like that. Yes. So I'm gonna ask you something. <laughs> what do you think of the Scottish dude, the 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 wood? Is it the wood wool? It's the yeah. Wood Wool, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen too much of him yet because uh, I'm not all the way through the series. I think the episode I'm in, where I am in the episode, is just sort of introducing his character and his backstory. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure about the actor. I'm not familiar with him. Well, I don't have a problem with the actor. To tell you the truth, I just feel like. He, the storyline of the wood wool is a bit too lacky of interest for them to have dedicated so much time to him. You know, I, I think what he is in the present, um, 
within the story is more compelling than going into his past. When they went into his sense. past, I kind of, I kind of like, oh, really? This is the dude? Like, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, now he's scary and shit, and he's older, he's wiser, and he has this crew of Russians and shit, and he's trying to, you know, he has this big rivalry going on with Uncle Six, and I'm like, yeah, this guy is badass, you know what I mean? Yes. But when they like went into his past, and half of the time he's crying, and she, I'm like, no, get, get this guy out of here. <laughs> 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 do they ever explain? Do they explain any? This can be a yes or no because I I haven't finished yet. But do they explain how a, a Scottish guy gets to be the boss of a whole bunch of Russian dudes? I guess. Yeah. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. There's there's, okay. there's no a lot of explanation here, other than the That's fact not, that he's scary as fuck. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. It. I was just curious as to yeah. how that all. Because it's kind of an odd mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Russians usually stay among themselves and do their bad things among them <laughs> among themselves. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I could see them telling a you know a Scottish guy to, to go fuck himself. And a Scottish <laughs> guy to say something that you couldn't understand, and you know then everybody would be dead. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't get that part. But wait, hey, man, mafia in San Francisco. So I guess things go. Uh, in different ways and stuff. Um, and Fran. Well, th there's something I don't quite understand here, and is they saying Summer Glau is in this series, but I don't remember seeing her. And Summer, I'm a very big fan of Summer Glau because she, um, there was a revival of uh, Sarah Connor's Chronicles. You remember? Uh, that on yeah. Fox. Yeah. And she... Yeah. Yeah, she was in that. And she was the cyborg. And and she was incredibly badass. She can't fight. And she's absolutely fantastic. So... But I don't I don't remember her in in, in the series. What part did she play? <laughs> what part did she play? So she so was Miss Jones of Waterloo. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, th those were really brief then, because okay, I see now. Because no, I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I, I, I think I know where where she comes in then. But it was it was kind of brief. Um, the little actress that plays the this sort of like mythic. Uh, a um, uh, mythical character that comes and talks to to Kai, Celia Ao. Bosch is good. <laughs> Bosch is convincing. She is yes. <laughs> it, she has that. Like, so she has the presence of a young person, but with a very old soul. You know, like you can believe that she's five thousand something years old, whatever amount of years that that she is and she's kind of scary too so what do you think of the performance by Lawrence Cow as the tormented uh, little brother of Jenny who was a drug addict and 
you know, looking Tommy. for yeah. I really um I really enjoyed Tommy. I enjoy the character of Tommy. Yeah. And uh I I like him a lot and I like that he uh is trying. Um like when her parents come to the restaurant and yeah. and kind of like trash the place yeah. because she made changes and her and and they're just mean. Yeah. Um <laughs> And he shows up and, and kind of deflects everything onto himself because, you know, he's the the family fuck up, if you will. Um, yeah. I thought that was very kind of him and very brave of him to, to be like, uh, no, I'm, I'm no, I'm not going to let them do that to her. She she doesn't deserve that. You, you can be mad at me. Exactly. You're going to be mad at somebody. Yes. I thought that was that was a nice touch of bravery. Yeah, I like the fact that he took on the old the, the old folks because, you know, you can tell that the poor Jenny was really, really, not afraid, but fearful of the judgment. Yes. And, and he knew that how they terrorized her because, man, his parents, yeah. <laughs> you know. And and I, I'm, I'm tempted to say that that wasn't a stereotype. That is, you know, reality for for Asian Americans, you know, the expectation, well, children of immigrants in the United States, all uh, of them have gone through that, you, you know, is that everything that is expected of you and from you is nothing but perfection. Otherwise, no matter how, how high you go, no matter how far you get, it's like, eh, it's not what I wanted for you. So therefore, I'm I'm not accepting it, and I think that's a beautiful display of that dynamic. In as you said, this is one of those actors that that was. I'm not saying that nobody was miscast, but I think he was perfectly cast for this character, and he took command of it, you know, in a beautiful way. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I enjoyed his performance, and I enjoyed his. Uh, he rang true for me. His performance rang true for me. Yeah. Um, there was, and I want to call it a maybe sort of a. What should should, should we call this? Like a cameo appearance by Zima. Zima is a very veteran actor. Uh, of uh, in the world of martial arts and everything that you know portrays the uh, Asian culture, and it was weird to see him playing sort of an old man because usually you see him play very powerful, scary characters, and this time he was playing like this old dude that is sort of like a friend to to Kai and. <laughs> has all of these weird little philosophical, um, you know, theorems and stuff. It, it was, it was, it was kind of cool, but also weird to see him in such a non, uh, non-powerful position. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Yes. It was, uh, yeah, I was expecting him to, um, I don't know, turn out to be, in charge of the whole thing or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you used to see him do. Yes. I kept waiting for it to happen. Like, like there was a scene where they were like kicking his ass or something. And which is, I think it was the first 
time he sees Kai in the old man, old man's transformation and stuff. And I'm like, really? They're kicking Zima's ass in this series? And he's like, <laughs> not reacting, not killing somebody and shit. This is weird. I, I don't I don't know why he took this role. I don't know. I, I yo, for what I come I've come to expect from him, I didn't enjoy <laughs> seeing him in this role at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alright, so maybe maybe I've typecast him in his in my mind. So <laughs> I I don't know what else to say, but I, I didn't I didn't like that. Um who else do you uh wanna talk about here? I think, uh, I think, yeah. Some there's some people here that I, I don't I don't remember what part they played in the series, so I'm not even gonna go there. Like for instance, who is this guy, Travis Caldwell? Um. <laughs> who is Robin McLevy? Like who are these people and what did they do? <laughs> I don't remember them. I, I don't know, or unless they're in a part that I haven't seen yet. Not that that mean, but yeah, I don't. I don't know, dude. I I saw the um, whole thing and I don't remember this dude. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think we pretty much touched on everybody important. Uh, the the gentleman who plays Kai is is definitely. I'm looking forward to seeing more from him because I think he's he's somebody that uh I think could. Uh, could definitely pick up some parts maybe in, uh, I don't know, some of the Marvel Universe stuff that's coming out or yeah. some other big movies or, or whatever because he's, uh, he's very talented. And this is what, and this, is, this is what I'm saying. You, you see, now that you touch on the Marvel Universe, do you think that if they had put him in Iron Fist as the, the Iron Fist, you know, it wouldn't have been better received as opposed to some English white dude. <laughs> I, I just, there, there are far too many actors out there to just completely miscast somebody because his agent or her agent is powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I'm thinking it seems... Because there's definitely been an underrepresentation of the uh, the Asian ethnicity and the Asian culture in film that isn't made by Asians for Asians, right? You know, right. in this, um, but or isn't some kind of you know wackadoo thing with Jackie Chan or whatever. Uh, but I I think that the, we're starting to see a, a difference in that, and that taking Killing Eve as an example, you know. Yeah, yeah. We have a, a an Asian actress in a in a main part that could have very easily gone to a white actress. Oh, absolutely. So I I think maybe the tides are starting to turn on that a little bit, and I think that's a good thing. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, it can only be a good thing. And and for me, as you said, the beautiful thing is the way we're starting to see, you know, movies of movies in in series i want to say but of asians asian actors that are presenting the asian american experience as opposed to oh we want to 
we want to make a historical movie about, I don't know, China, and we're going to cast all the Asian American actors we can find. As a, you know what I mean? Whereas here, yeah, we, plus we, Tom Cruise. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, the big name is going to be Tom Cruise being a samurai, a samurai and whatever. Yeah. You know. Oh, Lord. And, and, and yeah. that's, that's, you know, uh, Crazy Rich Asians was, was fantastic in that respect. Yeah. Uh, because even though half of the movie happened in Hong Kong and in, 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 in Taiwan and whatever, we always saw them as Americans. That's, that's, that's what I saw. What I was watching, while I was watching Crazy Rich Asian, it's like a bunch of Americans of Asian descent are having fun and went for, to a wedding in, in, in Hong Kong. In, in Taiwan. And so that was beautiful to see. And I think this trend seems to be catching, and I like that. And when Byron Mann, in his character of Uncle Six, makes this beautiful speech about, you know, what you should know about Asian, Asian representation in the US, it's like, we're not new here. <laughs> you know, we've been here for a while. Yeah as have been so many other immigrants. So, yes, I will take the sausage. Yes, I will take the, the eggs. Yes, I will have my American breakfast. You know, that is a powerful yes. statement right there. Yes. Before we go, we, we finish this, I wanted to, to sort of like tell you what, why you, my conspiracy theory as to why these show probably is not more talked about. And it's because of something my son t uh, told me. Because okay, af after I saw the first, very first episode, I was like, hey man, there's this new show on Netflix, and blah, blah, blah. You should watch it. And he's like, which one? Who assassins? He said, I'll never watch that. I'm like, what? Dude, martial arts, and this and that, and very fantastic. Blah, blah, blah. You see, yeah, it's a ripoff of Last Airbender. And I'm like, oh, so <laughs> really? She says, that's exactly the story of The Last Airbender. So I'll never watch it. It's just a ripoff. <laughs> and I'm like, since I don't know anything about The Last Airbender, I'll take all of these as new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I know a little tiny bit about The Last Airbender, and I, I watched the terrible M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie. Um, <laughs> and I, I know even less about The Last Airbender after having seen that, but um, I can see somebody saying that in the sense of the different elements and that sort of thing. But, um, you know, if you get right down to it, everything is sort of... Um, uh, I don't know, deri derivative, you know, we're all kind of telling the same six stories yeah. over and over again. So yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the way I, I went at it. Um, so I was like, you know how like <laughs> iPhone users, when a new, <laughs> when a new iPhone comes out and Apple presents technology that we, the Android users have been using for five years and I, Apple say, this is brand new. And all the Apple users go like, yeah, my phone can read my face. And I'm like, yeah, 
So my Samsung phone has been doing that for three years now. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so because I know nothing of the last Airbender, none of that storyline, you know, I can I don't know of the resemblance between that and Wu Assassins. So I took all of it as oh, this is a brand new line of story. So that's all I did. But yeah, I I think you know with with series like that, there's a lot of people that are purists, right? Um, oh, definitely. And so, definitely. you know, they fall into that category of like, oh, this is this is this and that, and because how many um, Star Trek movies have been done and nobody has been satisfied? Like, yeah. You, you know, yeah. like, dude, come on, <laughs> get, get on with it, you know. But, well, I'll, I can use myself, too, as a, as a member of a fandom, because I've, I've always been a fan of Sherlock Holmes and the books and uh, Jeremy Brett and Basil Rathbone. And there's a Billy Wilder movie that's amazing. And so when the, the Sherlock series was announced that Stephen Moffat was going to be doing with Mark Gatiss. And they, um, you know, hired this dude with this bizarre name to named Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, this is going to be crap. This is the <laughs> worst idea I have ever heard in my entire life. I am not watching this show. And Ooh. I refused to watch it for a long time. I'm like, I'm not watching it. It's crap. I do not like it. I am, I am, I'm very upset about this. You know, I was one of the grumpy fam fangirls <laughs> and, um, my husband ended up, um, getting a copy of it and he was like, well, I'm going to watch it. And I'm like, fine. fine. So, and then I was hooked. And so uh, just because something is a little bit different or a little bit sideways or a little bit out of the element doesn't make it bad. Um, it just makes it different. Yeah. And sometimes different is good. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm I, with you in that. But I don't know of a show that that I've, or, or a movie for that matter, that I've refused to watch, except that I'm I'm not going to go see Cats in December. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to believe? I don't want to believe, and I'm going to be the grumpy <laughs> friend boy. <laughs> <laughs> But I see exactly what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, this sort of like might turn out to be a very short show, but there's only one season of Wu Assassins. We are ready for more. And we like it. You know, we like the cast. We like the main character. And uh, we enjoyed it. We hope a cool you little storyline going on. The martial arts are really awesome. The fight scenes are awesome. And uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a little bit bonkers, which is good. <laughs> Explain that for me, the, the bonkerism. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. The whole idea of, of being a Wu assassin is a little bit bonkers. I mean, you know, getting sucked into a, a different um temporal time zone and and you know having control over different elements and that kind of thing you gotta admit that's a little bonkers oh yeah oh yeah but i don't know yeah. uh, have you been introduced yet 
to the Earth Wolf? Uh, no. That's no. that's when you're gonna say bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm serious. I was like, who is this fucking guy? No, <laughs> and what is he doing? Why is no no? So so please get there and then text me. It's like Graham, I'm done. I mean, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Even Christine, Christine was like, "He's a wolf." <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, let's go ahead and call it a day. This has been very fun uh, to talk about, even though we've only been, you know, we don't have a lot to talk about. To tell you the truth, again, this is one show that has had. One season, 10 episodes, right? Yeah, less than an hour each episode. Knowing Netflix, we don't even know if it will be back. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) So I would suggest, I would strongly suggest you watch it, enjoy it, because we never know if there's going to be a second season or a third or or something. Because... I haven't heard a lot of buzz about it, so you know Netflix is now all about the buzz, right? So, yep, that's it. So, no buzz, no no money. No no renewal. <laughs> no renewal. So let us take a couple of minutes to tell you um, about this podcast you just listened. If you just discovered us, we have a website. It is kickinandstreamingpodcast.com. Kicking and streaming. We don't use G anywhere. Uh, so ing nowhere so it's just gonna be kicking and streaming podcast.com uh, you can find us on all the social media platforms that are relevant you, you won't find us on tumblr or some shit like that but <laughs> or pinterest <laughs> or pinterest exactly uh, but you will find us on instagram we have a very cool instagram page kicking and streaming underscore podcast myself i am on instagram as mr putzeta and my very good friend Jocelyn is on Instagram as Jocelyn Podcast. There you have it. On Twitter, we are kicking in streaming. And also, we have a Patreon page. If you like this podcast, if you have gone through our other episodes, you like what you hear, hey man, do something for us. We have several different little tiers, but you can start with as low as one dollar. We're cool with that. Um, Graham needs a new pair of headsets. So yeah, you heard. You, heard, you well. I'm gonna edit all of that, so you didn't hear it. But hey, yeah, seriously, <laughs> a lot of shit happened there. <laughs> Graham needs new headsets. So yeah. Also, Make that happen. <laughs> and, and and finally, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcast, please. Please, you know, just go ahead and rate us. Just just go ahead and say something. Hey, man, these two, they're good. That's all we need. And a couple of stars. Now, that won't cost you a damn thing. But please do. Nope. All right? And we certainly hope you'll be back for more. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen kicking, uh, to Kicking this Journey. We'll be here next week, too. And we have a good one next week, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. I'm very excited to start watching these. So, Me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. 
we, 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 should we should we even tell him? I don't know. Friends? Yeah. Let's leave him in suspense. Yeah, we'll put out a little tease at some point during the week. So if you if you follow our Instagram page, probably sometime this week you'll know what we'll be talking about next week. Otherwise, just stay and wait for it. Yes. Anyways, thank you very much for listening. For me, for Jocelyn, this is goodbye. Thank you, everybody. Bye.